You're listening to United We Scan Podcast. The views and opinions expressed are not that of the United States Postal Service or the National Rural Letter Carriers Association. If you are in need of assistance pertaining to the rural craft, please contact your local steward or assigned district representative. Thank you. And welcome back to United We Scan. We are on episode 7. And tonight we have uh, a special guest sitting in with us. And that would be Benjamin. Mike is unfortunately out and uh, not feeling too well uh, this week. So we wish him the best and hope he feels better. And we join us back next week. So, Josh, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Not looking forward to the alarm going off in the morning, but... I don't think anyone is. Bill, how was your week? Um, me? Yeah, you. My, my my week, let's see. Um, I have a new trainee. So she takes me out the front of the route, the end of the route, the front of the route, the end of the route. Took the whole route out with some parcel assistance on Wednesday when I did my Rex Mini Mail survey training. Woohoo, we will uh, discuss, we'll discuss that later. Yeah, and uh, today or yesterday, she uh, did the route. I, it was my first uh, drop day off in September since we came back from the convention, and I nary got a phone call or anything. No concerns. Nobody called up and said she was lost or dead or beaten or anything. And, I, and I'm just so happy because, you know, normally, you know, when you put somebody out there, it, it, it nine phone calls an hour. But uh, you know, I must have trained her right. Obviously. And Ben, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How have you been? Doing very good. Doing very good. Again, just like Josh said, not looking forward to that alarm clock going off because it's going to go off extra early because Amazon showed up late on Saturday. So we're running parcels first thing in the morning. Oh, fun. Mm. And that should be 8127 time. Hint, hint, hint. Um, yes. <laughs> yep. But I, I, there's big changes since some of the um, people that listen that used to listen um, way back. Um, you are now a regular carrier, am I correct? That's correct. How long were you in RCA? I would say year and four months, five months. Pretty much a year and a half, I would say. Ooh. Nice. I am so jealous. <laughs> really, really, extremely quickly. It does happen, what, people. It should have been, <laughs> been four, four and a half years turned to nine because they put a freeze on us when they implemented um, Rex, or I'm sorry, FSS. Because one street on one route fell into the 50 miles circle for um, the Greensboro district at the time that had it. And then after that two-year freeze was up, or was about to be up, they decided, well, you know, we really don't need two machines up there. We're going to disassemble one, transport it to Charlotte, and reassemble it. 
So we got another two year freeze on that on top of it. So nine years almost to the day. I uh, just celebrated eight years last month, and the person I that is supposed to be retiring at the end of the summer decided to tell me the other day, the other night. Oh, I've got good news and bad news. And she was, you know, she talked about her retirement because she'll have her 10 years in in July, but she'll only be 61. So she'll get that 5% penalty on her pension. So now she doesn't know if she's going to go at the end of July or, or wait until the following April. So, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I understand where she's coming from, and I am sorry. What would you would you like an accident to befall her? Um, yes. No, I'm not gonna. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, she is one we'll that is. Off. Yeah, we'll we'll talk, we'll, we'll talk offline. Um, so yeah, I I I am still in RCA with eight years and counting in. So I want to congratulate you on that, Ben. I think that's awesome. And uh, and, and and here's my problem. Why why after two years aren't all the RCAs converted to PTF, just like the CCAs are getting their their career position. Why are we again at the bottom of the pile? I know, right? I, you know, I think in order to do that, it would be have to do with um, changing the contract and every right entitled to an RCA. And then the whole PTFs of having to be assigned two to five K routes on a string. I mean, all that would have to be redone. If you think about it. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, you could change the national board again. That too. Yeah. Well, I got to have uh, one and a half turds left on there, you know, to get rid of. I mean, you know, I, I hate to tell everybody, but yeah, I, I know what bail shit feels like because I always look up and all I see is a turd, you know, and, and you know, it, it just, it just pisses me off that, you know, everybody gets what they want in the other craft mm -hmm. and we, all we get, we get shit on period. And yeah, yeah. How many years are you having, Kristen? Eight years as of December 13th. That, 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 you know, that's uncalled for. Yeah. It really is. I mean, there's no reason that you, you shouldn't be a career employee by now. And, you know, I, I, I just don't, I, I don't understand it. I, I can't comprehend it. I just, it, it's hard to wrap your head around something like that when everybody else is going career within two years. Oh, I agree. And if I hadn't transferred... If I hadn't transferred, I would have gone career. But again, that's neither here nor there because I transferred. But that still would have been only last year. Only been like a year, year and a half ago. Yeah, about a year and a half ago. If I hadn't transferred, I'd gone full time. But still, that was still, you know, six going on seven years. Yeah. Or at least a I pay mean, bump, something. 
Yes, because oh, yeah, I make the same it, amount it, it, as the two new guys that I've been training the last two weeks. You know, yeah. it's, and you've been training. That's them. something that a resolution should be put forward for um, a some type of step structure for RCAs. Exactly. Like after your probation is over, then after you know 90th day or one year, mm-hmm. you know. Like even if it's, I would go the twelve. I would go the one year. I would say, keep that in line 20, with bidding rights. Okay, you know one, one year, two year, three year. You know whatever it is. You know five. You know I like five percent increments. You know five. You know five percent less than for five years. On your anniversary. On your anniversary. You get a one percent increase for those first five years, plus whatever um, general wage. In November. Well, just give me a fifty cent increase every year. What's wrong with that? You know. But yeah, but to be making the so same this... amount. Yes, go ahead, Ben. So, the city carriers now they take two years to convert, correct? Correct. Yes. Uh, it. Uh, I... It depends on where they're at, but yeah, for the most part, they're they're at about two years. But when they first convert, depending on the size of the office, they're either going to go PTF or full time career as an unassigned. Right. But they're all career. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That that's that that's the 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 point to be made. Their career. They're not sitting out there, you know, waiting like the CCAs or the PSCs or anything like that, or you know, they're they're you know, chance to uh, the advance in their career. They're getting it right up front. Yeah, their time count. Yep, yeah, their time counts. They're getting or earning towards their retirement. Oh, I mm-hmm. completely agree, one hundred percent on that. Yeah, and and I know that in one of the things in their negotiations coming up. They want to try and negotiate PTF off the street, get rid, eliminate the CTA position. Some some offices are already PTF. doing that. Um, yeah, some offices are already trying. Right in in, area, in areas that they haven't been able to hire, they started hiring PTFs off the street. They're doing that for RCAs too. In fact, there was a full time regular carrier position posted to the public in Minnesota. I can believe it. Yeah. On the I positive mean, note, I had pamphlets to deliver for hiring for the post office. Yeah, we have some. Who were they for RCAs? <laughs> Just a general, you know, a general hiring pamphlet. That was it. Yeah. But I, that, that impressed me, even. No, we, we've had, we had them twice last year, and it was I had to laugh because of the fact that, you know, they were for city carriers. I'm like, well, well what the hell? This is like the city food drive. What? Am I getting paid for this? You know? Nope. And the answer is yes, but, you know, yeah, you, know, you yeah. put it in your Rex uh, program there. Uh-huh. But really, folks, I'm advertising for the enemy. Right. Oh, we're all one big happy family. <laughs> really? I don't like half my family, and all of them don't like me. So. <laughs> So let's get to the meat and potatoes of today's episode of uh, 
Ooh, yes, ooh, Bill. Ooh, I will let I will let Bill start this off, and then we'll follow up with Benjamin, who uh, watched the uh, Zoom seminar today. So go ahead, Bill. Ooh. All right. Well, I attended the uh, Rex Mini Survey at the Philadelphia Lindbergh Boulevard PDC, and what I learned was that. I already knew 99% of everything that they were teaching us because, you know, being proactive in the Rex program, uh, they basically broke it down that 94% uh, of your mail count is going to be automated. 1% of it will be your walking in, in the office and 5% will be your random mail. Their instructions were to uh, make sure that you wear your scanners everywhere you are on the route. So when you go to reload the truck, make sure your scanner's on your hip, on your shoulder, in your pocket, whatever, showing the motion of your reload functions, okay? Uh, if you're walking to the door, if you're walking to the garage, this will all be, be recorded. Yes, and I will have, once you're finished with that, I'll have something to add on to why that is important. Yeah. And then they had also the, the, the notice of if you're helping on other routes, make sure that you change the uh, route affiliation on your scanner mm -hmm. so that that route gets proper notice that's one of the biggest fails in our office is that nobody changes the route numbers when they're delivering on other routes mm -hmm. um, the trip to the door uh, they, they gave an explanation about that but we've known about that for four years versus you know the door miscellaneous yep. unscanned parcels in your hampers okay now this came up this was a subject of uh, discussion because of the fact that one postmaster has his clerks throw the marriage mail into the hampers so that it's easier to transport over to, to the counters. As soon as he did that, that's to be counted as a parcel. And then you turn around and put it in Rex as being walk sequence or a box folder, whichever way it's addressed or not. Anything that goes in the hamper, and this was this was stressed, anything that goes in the hamper is a parcel. If they throw a bundle of flats in there, it be counted as an unscannable parcel. If they throw the VFW uh, uh, charity drives, which are the oversized uh, semi-flexible cardboard envelope, whether you take it to the door or you take it to the garage with another parcel, it is recorded as an unscannable parcel. If you have a letter in your hamper, it's an unscannable parcel. Make note of this, folks. Now... One of the things I brought up was also the WSS and the WSH, which is the walk sequence and walk sequence high density, which you get above your zip code, right there where your zip code is for your route uh, number when you're getting cataloged. Both of those are saturation mailings and people are not putting them into the uh, activity scans. Do it. My first uh, time when we brought this up, I had 42 different catalogs from nine different bundles that I laid out on a, a swing room tables, tables, because I had 42 of them, and explained. These are 42 different magazines. These are 42 different entries. We mark it on our 4240 that we had 42 walk sequence entries that day, so there's no argument about what you did and why you did it. So be aware of that, because if you have a, a, a WSS or a WSH, that's a saturation mailing for every address on your app, not just the ones you're getting for that day, 
but for every address on that rep. Um, so we are still getting WSS credit for the WSHs. Yes, we are. Okay, because at one point I heard not the WSH, just WSS. No, no, WSS and WSH. The, okay. The thing with the WSH is high density. Okay. High density, which is for high high value or high density, it's not necessarily a hundred percent. No, but it's, it's just above high, a certain it, percentage. It, 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 it's above a certain percentage that they consider it a saturation mailing. So make sure you enter those. Um, Which would be update I, the, uh, yeah. your your. Go ahead. I was going to say something. Uh, I know in my area we know, especially with the WSH, would be like the Epic Times that they send out to everybody once every six months or so. Yes. And, and, you know, it, it, it's also your L.L. Beans. It, it's, you know, your, your, you know, famous footwear. It's your Bed Bath & Beyonds. You know, if they have that designation up top where it says E-C-R-L-O-T and then gives you the WSH or the WSF, that's a saturation mailing to be entered under your, rect, your scanner activity. Okay? Under um, AMS. Our edit books, they, ours were collected last week, finally. Mm -hmm. Now, they have to be updated. But we also have to get onto the system before the 7th so that you can update your boxes, your, your traffic control points, your collection boxes, your CVUs, your uh, parcel lockers, your dismount distances. All this has to be done by the 7th. And, and, you know, if you don't get it in there, you're not going to get credit. So we're pushing that big in our office to get this stuff done now. Yeah, because that we only have till the seventh, and then they shut the system down. Let's see. Yeah, that that trip to do our parcels. Um, that that's about the brunt of it. Nine ninety nine percent of what the the supervisors used to have to do is now done during automation. Now the CDORs, which are your bundled flats that comes, you know, in strap, mm -hmm. they are counted supposedly, but the information for that number is not available until the following day. So make sure you follow up on that. We have several routes that are going to do sample counting on those just to confirm whether or not those numbers are correct. Um, it's, it's really going to be easy for the supervisors. And once you get your, your time down as far as your uh, distances, walking distances in the office, your tr truck distances for loading, reloading, which is basically a time function anyway. It's not a, mm -hmm. a distance. But, you know, everything else is done. I mean, they, they, they can't have any problems on management as far as getting this done. It's They made it easy for management, which prevents them from screwing it up. Speak highly of them. Yeah. Well, yeah, they they made it seem simple, but you know the people we're dealing with. So, you know, you, you still have to watch your back and, and watch the numbers. And what I'm gonna I, I titter or what I'm gonna add on when uh, Bill was talking about um carrying your scanner everywhere with you outside of the truck. This is an instance we're having in our office. We have two routes that are lock pouch offices. If you're unfamiliar with a lock pouch office, that is one of our RMPO offices where the carrier on that route for that zip code drops the PO box mail 
and packages off at that post office um, in, during part of their route. It's, it is um, in the mapping way when you do your line of travel. It is pinpointed. There is a lock pouch credit. However, we are having the issue where our carriers are getting dinged for um, not moving or whatever. Um, what the hell they call it? I've been drinking a little too much Crown already. Stationary event. Stationary event. Why they're unloading the mail out of the vehicle into the office. And I know the one carrier, in order to avoid getting dinged on that, has been using authorized dismount scan. So this is where I, I get totally that, that uh, scanner is in motion. Therefore, it's not going to ding you for a stationary event. And that is one I'm going to take back to my office tomorrow and let them know. Because, yeah, if this, you just leave the scanner sitting on the tray in the car and it's not moving, you could possibly get dinged for that stationary event if it's too long. And, and, and this is where women are a disadvantage because they don't have, a lot of them don't wear clothing. They have belts or anything to put a holster on and all. You know, and, and I'm, I'm express, expressing how important it is for our female carriers. Wear a jacket, wear a hoodie, wear something, but carry that scanner, I, you know. A couple of them got a little obscene about it, but I said, I don't care where you put it. You know, you're the one that has to, you know, carry it. Yep. You're going to get credit for what you do. I, it's that time of year, yeah. I wear a hoodie. So I commonly put the scanner in my hoodie was, you know, I'm carrying a larger package away. Or if you having to carry something, like I know a lot of people in the past have already said in many of the Facebook groups, is to put that um, with the strap, put it backwards on your hand so it's facing out so you still have the palm of your hand to use. And the scanner's facing the other way, but it's still going to trigger that motion. Um, that that or, works as long as the scanners have that strap. We have the yeah, if you have don't. the strap, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I would, you know, yeah. or ask ask your supervisor, or postmaster for for the holder too. I mean, they have them. Yeah. While while we're on the subject of these lock pouches and alternate offices um some routes have are have an intermediate office where they have to go to a second office yes with a second case mm -hmm. someone was inquiring i saw a post on facebook and everyone's like well you do that at the end of the day well you're not at the intermediate office at the end of the day that would be that is one of the things that will fall under this miscellaneous time that they will time during the two-week survey yep. for you to go in there and update your update that edit book and or change out labels so you're getting credit for that time because in your home office yes you would do that under the return to du as your end of day shift, um, do you know your end of day duties? Um, but you don't have that option with the secondary office, so that's something that they should be timing you for the time you spend during those two, you know, sometime during those two weeks to update your edit book, change out your labels. 
Wouldn't even case, any other casing, case maintenance that you need to do. Wouldn't even casing the route go under the timed? Because if you have to go into that intermediate office mm -hmm. and case case that part up, that that I am not familiar with intermediate offices, so Neither I don't. Am I. I, I couldn't tell you. I I would think that would that would be like if you came back and they it's your hot case is full and you're like you know what let me case set now you know tonight or tomorrow you go to pm casing you know it's still technically office duties you know yes your load time once you pull down and go to reload your truck with that now is a load you know start and unload But you'd have to, I would say, if you're in the situation, contact your your ADR, your DR, um, your union representative, and find out how they are wanting, are going to handle that part of it. But I would, and personally, I would think that would fall under just regular office time to case and sort and pull down. Well, if any of our listeners are, you know, familiar with the RMTOs, um, you know, drop us a line, jump on here, uh, give it, get, get an invite from Kristen so we can get your input here. Uh, yeah, it's we, something we're not familiar with. So. Yep, you can find us um, on Discord under United We Scan. We have the United We Scan Facebook page that you can drop a line on, message. Um, we have... A, United We Scan Podcast at gmail.com and also opened up a United We Scan Rural Carrier Podcast uh, group on Facebook as well. So there is lots of ways there that you, you can go. get a hold of us. Um, that includes if yeah, there's any you, topics you want to hear, questions, any of that sort. Um, I've updated a lot of uh, helpful uh, things today on the Discord page, as my co-hosts would say. Wow, that sucker was going off earlier. Um, <laughs> but I know uh, Benjamin will be back with us in a minute. He's going to talk about his experience with the uh, watching the uh, Zoom reading, the Zoom, Zoom. Uh, seminar. I go to my uh, mini mail survey uh, training uh, this week, so I will be able to uh, recap what I learned uh, next week when we're back and uh yeah that'll be interesting um i'd like to compare notes with the two different areas with the two different trainers that should be uh see make sure that it's the same across the board what else we got and going on until benjamin comes well, back that, with us that was yeah he's restarting his yeah. I, I saw I saw a cover cable, so <laughs> clear. <laughs> Gotta shock it. Clear. But I yeah, it it it's funny the you know, we all have stories about our management teams in our different offices. Mm -hmm. And I'll give you an example of, of promoting people above their abilities and, and knowledge. I had a, a gentleman explain the half mile rule in front of the entire class at the seminar, at a training uh, seminar, about the half mile rule. 
And he says, if it's more than half a mile, quarter mile up and quarter mile back, you know, that, that's as far as you can go. And I looked, I looked at him. Of course, I'm sitting in the front row because I always want my, you know, the attention. And I said, excuse me? And he goes, what's well, the rule? I says, you know, do, do your rule carriers know you've been screwing them for all these years, you know, on that? I said, it's a half mile distance from the mailbox, from the street. And he says, no, it's not. And I says, yeah, yes, it is. It's in the 603. And I says, I'll, I'll get it for you. And I dug it up. It was 331-something. And I gave it to him. And he goes, well, I never knew. And I'm like, and you're a postmaster. And, and, I, and I heard the moderator kind of go, because <clears throat> I was getting all this shit about it. It's like, you know, how the hell are you a postmaster and don't know something that fundamental? I mean, that's not even difficult, folks. You know, that, that, that's, oh, God. And, and, and yet, you know, they just blow by it saying, you know, oh, well, you know, he wasn't informed. He didn't know this. He didn't, you know, he didn't know shit. And, and folks, you know, that's the problem with the post office is that, you know, they've got people in there that are not qualified to be in management positions. Oh, yeah. And, so, and yeah. You know, it's scary if you don't watch out for yourselves folks you're you know it's your own fault but you can't trust them you can't believe them and you know i have no faith in them so you know you do what you want but i'm going to make sure every every t is crossed and every i is dotted you know when it comes to this mini mail survey because i have no faith in our management well, after what neither. after what happened at the last mail count going on five years ago with our now postmaster, who was a supervisor at the time in OICing in our office, um, and hearing what happened with that, because we all know how they wanted to change up with, especially the pill packets, they weren't fitting in the case and all the measurements, you know, and the blue rulers that we don't have to use mm-hmm. anymore. She counted every single pill packet, no matter what, as a flat. We had one route that went yeah. from a 46 to a 42K because of that. No comment. Just... <laughs> yeah. So, hence why I'm also the mapping facilitator in my office. <laughs> I, I I just yeah you know, I I I have an office where I, I sit there and I look at the five supervisors we have one who've actually had carrying experience and the other four came out of the clerk craft mm-hmm. and I just shake my head and going you're just promoting the people who don't want to work anymore that's the long and short of it yeah they they don't want to you know they don't want to be clerks they don't want to be mail handlers they don't want to be you know, uh, whatever they don't want to be, but my God, we're paying the price for it because these people. Oh my God, uh, you know, it, it, I, I th- that's that's why half of them park in the handicapped spot. A because the closest to the door so they can get in, but B because it fits. It really does, and, and that's that's scary to say that about grown ass adults. But they don't want to work anymore. When a floor supervisor sits there and pages every opportunity they can, instead of getting up off their keister 
and walking the floor, surveying the situation, seeing what mail's backed up, seeing what you know routes are open. It was eleven forty when they when the supervisor finally realized we had an open route on Friday. Eleven forty. Three hours we were in the office and they didn't know we had an open route. That's just what? Yeah. That, then they go, Oh, oh, we need people to help with this. Do we have volunteers? Well, if you'd asked two hours ago, I'd have made, you know, plans, but since you waited so long, uh, I made other plans. Yeah. You know, then they went, and it's funny because they went to the one, one new, uh, our uh, well, new regular carrier. He just turned carrier back in December. And they said, well, you're going to have to take this out. He goes, no, I'm not an RCA anymore. He said, and I, I, he says, I'm not in the mood right now. <laughs> I'm like, God, I have a prodigy. I'm not in the mood right now. <laughs> hey, you know, I train him right. <laughs> yeah. Benjamin, you are back with us. Would you like to uh, fill us in on how your uh, Zoom seminar went? Zoom meeting went. Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to appreciate it. Even though it wasn't in my district directly. I do appreciate it that they were verifying each individual member because yeah, yeah obviously had to be a member to attend it but kind of in a nutshell kind of in a nutshell they were reading off this you know the mini mail survey presentation that's on the national board website uh big kind of key takeaways were you know that scanner it stays on your hip, on your, you know, in your pocket. In fact, even if you got to buy a lanyard, you know, for that thing to wear it around your neck, just keep it, you know, keep it on you at all times. But legitimately, I'm going to attend a couple other presentations, but it was pretty much where I'd almost word for word. Yeah. Right about the sheets. Yes, sir. Yeah. I, I, I think some other ones, like at the end of the presentation, there wasn't any questions taken besides whatever you were typing in the comment box. But obviously, you know, a couple, I don't know if they were union stewards or what. I presume that they were. They were answering questions, but whenever they could get to it. But there wasn't an actual Q&A following up. Interesting. I, yeah, that's, that's, I hate to say it, but that's about it. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's, that's, that's a crying shame. That's what that is. Mine, uh, I, my first one is next Sunday, and I'll be watching that. So, again, I'll be able to follow up with not only that, but the training as well next Sunday and what I received. Go ahead, Ben. You done there, Ben? Yes. No, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it, like, like I said, 
it was funny because, you know, like I tell everybody, you pay attention to what they're saying. I went up to, uh, to my training and, and a, a supervisor went up with, with me, not with me, but, you know, attended it, same function. And uh, the next day she's walking around and telling everybody they have to wear their scanners in the office. And she got to me, she goes, do you have your scanner on you? And I says, no, why? She goes, you're supposed to be wearing it. And I said, why? They put barcodes in the stalls? And she looked at me. She goes, didn't you hear them say you have to wear your scanners everywhere you go? I said, when you're on the route. She goes, well, that's not what I heard. I said, well, you better go check because that's what they did say. She she was going around and telling every carrier they had to wear them in the office. And, of course, they were all running over to me, you know, having a shit bit. But the thing of it is that what you heard and what they said, two different things, folks. And, you know, once we got that cleared up, you know, the, by, the, by, you know, an hour and a half later, she comes and she goes, oh, I apologize. I, I heard it wrong. I said, that's the problem. I said, you know, people hear stuff, but, you know, they don't pay attention. And say, you know, focus. You have to stay focused. But, you know, when you're sitting in the back of the room with four or five of your friends that you know from, you know, different post offices, and you're chit-chatting and you got your cell phone in your hand, guess what? You're not paying attention. Yep. Yeah, I, I find it interesting that the uh, trainer or whoever is presenting the uh, the training that I'm going to Wednesday, I actually know her. She was a uh, supervisor at my old office at the time. She's now a postmaster of a different office. So that that will be interesting. And she's doing all three locations in my area. So I know uh, my postmaster did not want to attend with me. Even She didn't see the need for it, even though the email said that we are supposed to. She completely is agreeing to let me go to my old office for training while she goes down to the other location. <laughs> now, I, I, I want to bring to everybody's attention, you know, like I, I, I tell people to pay attention to what they say and everything else. One of the, the sheets they gave us was the conclusion of the mail survey with a high-low option and everything. And it gives you a effective dates of the rate direct evaluation, which will begin on March 21st, 25th, excuse me. Uh, the date is Saturday, February 7th. And the action is that the RMSS 4003 feature block lockout, okay? So you need to get your adjustments done in your red book and on the 4003, you know, on the, on the computer to add your TCPs and everything by the 7th. Now, that's Saturday, February 7th, which is funny because... Saturday, February 11th, which is four days later in the middle of the week, they begin the entry of walk data into the uh, RMSS. And I'm sitting there going, well, how does that happen? Well, uh, 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 oh, we put put the wrong day in there. No kidding, folks. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's the little things in life that mean a lot, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I said, I, I, Josh, let me, let me, I explained to him, I said, you know, this is why people were killed by, killed by unloaded guns all the time. <laughs> they don't pay attention to the little details. <laughs> the guy looked at me and says, well, that's kind of grim. I said, well, it is if you shoot yourself. <laughs> I said, Bill, you were talking about how the other day it wasn't until almost 12 o'clock they realized there was a route down. Right. I, I just posted something in our um, 
Yeah, I saw that. You know, I sent. I, I that's the same thing I sent to you, Ben. Um, it's BB from the show Friends, and the, the caption above it says, "Me when someone asks me to cover their shift at work." And the first one says, oh, I wish I could. And the follow-up is, but I don't want to. Yeah. That's pretty much... That's my theory now. How's I mean, the... that's the sentiment, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh. Well, here's the problem. We do it on Friday, Anna one of the supervisors walking around a new supervisor candidate in our office and she's trying to walk him around and organize coverage on this open route and i said to her i said you know through three years of covid for for the past five and a half months working every drop day with being threatened with disciplinary action for being late or mandated to work on sundays which you're not allowed to i said it's funny that you always ask us for help. And I said, I really don't believe that anybody here is in the mood to help you. Well, what am I going to do? I said, supervise. Mm -hmm. And I just walked away from her. Yep. I, I'm tired of helping them out of their problems. They, 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 you know, you want to write some, do a PDI for two minutes late, eight minutes late. Well, you, guess what? Instead of being late, how about if we start just calling out? They'd rather get backed up either way. Doesn't matter. Parcels will go out either way somehow. Or you'll do your integrity scans and falsify that information just to cover your asses. But why should we put ourselves out every time you have an emergency? And what you ha you having an emergency doesn't constitute one on my part. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go silent here for a minute. I have to transfer back to the game. <laughs> it's 9-9 right at the moment. Well, it's a thriller. So I have a question. Go for it. Mm -hmm. Because all these documents require a management and a carrier signature. What's going to happen with the vacant routes? Um... The RCA who's holding down those vacant routes, if there is one, they they can That's verify. Hard. Yeah, if, if if a route's being held down by an RCA, that RCA will have the uh, authority to verify. It's going to be interesting because we got two vacant routes and we don't never have the same carrier. Interesting. Well, yeah, in that case, yeah, this is where, yeah. In my office, it's just a unique situation right now. No, I don't think it's as unique as you think it is. <laughs> I think there's quite a bit of that going around the country right now. I hope to God not. God help this business. It's like I said earlier about changing, you know, your scanners to represent the route you're delivering on. When you're on, you know, helping out on a vacant route, it's the same thing. You know, whether it's a certified or registered express mail, it, if you don't change the scanner over, the route's not going to get credit. Mm -hmm. If you're, you know, um, well, if you're helping out on a route and and you like the carrier, 
you may take the certified to the door. If you don't like the carrier, you may just put it in the damn mailbox. Especially in our office where we don't sign for anything. And all the we have a clerk walk by in the morning. And... In well, the... no, we don't sign for nothing. And 95% of our certifieds come in our DPS now. Yeah, 95% of ours come in the clerk mail. Along with all our UTFs and CFS. Mm-hmm. That's the funny use part. A package manifest at all, Bill? What's that? Do you use a package manifest at all? No, not at all. I was wondering if they pop up there. Probably not, though. No, no, they're not. Mm-hmm. The package manifest is off the scanner. You know that where they they scan the parcel. Yep. Um, unless you're in a really really small office, I you know I I can't imagine anybody not having those scanners. Ours um, we sign for every everything. Well, yeah, it makes you but accountable. But again, like you said, small office. Yeah. But then again, that makes you accountable, doesn't it? Oh, please. Yes. Where, whereas in our office, they're, they're trying to, you know, stretch the clerk help out. I mean, we're, we are actually entitled to 14 additional clerks wow. in our office. 14. And yet, yet we, we don't have an accountable clerk. We, we have a P.O. box clerk. That does the accountables by throwing them on your damn case, okay? Uh, turns around and helps with the business box firm uh, mail, and then turns around and about 10, 30, 11 o'clock, finally gets over to the box section and starts doing that mail on those parcels. I mean, yeah, how many people have already been in the post office looking for their P.O. box mail? And we have close to 1,100 P.O. boxes in Westchester. Because they think it's easier to get their mail from the P.O. box than it is from their carrier. Mm-hmm. And and even more amazing in our office, if you're on a rural route, you have a 95% chance of getting your mail that day. If you're on a city route, it drops down to about 65% chance of getting your mail. Because we have 20 to 24 open routes a day on the city side. It's crazy. You know, you're talking about switching route numbers on your scanner. What I don't like necessarily about it is is that you're not how how do I want to say this? Like like clocking it. You know, you're done with your route, your original your you know, your normal route and then you clock over there. Or like depart to route and stuff like that. I don't like That's just my personal opinion is I don't like that you're not putting in all the scans as you would do to the other route as well. Well, here's the problem. First, you have, first you have to hit PM casing because that stops the clock on your route. Okay, Correct. and then you have to do the start load and you know end load and everything else. Here's my problem. I take take my route out and they ask me to help, and I can fit it in my truck. Now. I use that time to take the stuff there to build into my load feature, okay? So I don't get a second load feature, but I'm still getting paid for doing the actual work of loading it into my truck. I deliver two-thirds of my route, and the piece of the route that I have intersects at a certain point where it's more efficient for me to deliver that than it is to continue my route and then come back to there. Mm Mm-hmm. But the MOU says you have to do your route first. First, yep. Okay. 
how much sense does that make? That's yeah. that makes that makes as much sense as when Ronnie Stutz files the step four, saying that he's going to prevent us from volunteering to help. So now you're adversely affecting our wages, Ronnie. If we want to help and, and we can get paid time and a half, you're going to deny us the ability to make that extra income if we want. Speaking of which, same way here, you know, you're, right? you know, yeah, and, you know, so again, you're turning around and saying that, okay, you have to do your entire route and then come back, waste more time, more gas, you know, longer you're on the street, more opportunity to have an accident and do the piece after you do your route. Well, where's the incentive for me to help then? And I get that as a regular. None. I, I totally understand that um, for a regular. But as an RCA who uh, has to run her ox route, um, along with a full-time route majority of the time, it's starting to light up now that we have a couple new RCAs in training. But And, like, and I know what you're talking about. I have a couple routes. There's three routes, my primary and two other routes that butt right up to where my ox, or just about to where my ox route is. So those, not my primary, uh, primary, I run it at the end, but I combine it like one big route because it used to be. And then the other two routes right. is about halfway through those routes is where I come in. So that's as an RCA, it doesn't matter. You know, it's a little bit different as a regular where the MLU states you finish yours first. But as an RCA, that's where I, I get to that spot where, okay, I'm near the ox route. I switch the, the scanner over to Route 7, continue on, do the ox route, come back, and then flip it back over to whatever route I was on and continue on my way on that route. So, yeah, I get that. <coughs> as a regular, yeah. where, you know, it butts right up. I might as well just do this right here while I'm right now. But, yeah. But then it comes down to yeah. <laughs> putting it into the system is when I get back and on the 4240 for the ox route, now the times are all going to be kaboofled because the system pay system will not let you be clock, pay you for one route in the middle of another route. So you, I'm having to take the time, make sure I note the time that I go start the ox route and end the ox route. That way I can subtract that from the total time at the end of the day and then fill in those numbers on the 4240s. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> And, and, and right. then when you, when you, you go to start... Note, Go ahead. I want to say on the same note with that, Kristen, the way it's written, you know, co contractually, you're supposed to do your ox route, come back, and then do whatever other route. Yep. But when your ox route... When your ox route schedule... Oh, start time is an hour after the start time for everything, for the other routes... It's, yeah. Uh, no, I get what you're saying. Technically, I'm supposed to do the ox route first, and then and then whatever, but, you know. Right. And that's like, you know, a couple of weeks ago when I did help out on, you know, I took the one neighborhood that's behind my apartment for the other route. I did all my, I did my stuff up and until, and then I passed my apartments, went and did that one neighborhood. When I finished it, I went and did my apartments and the rest of my route because you said it makes no sense for me to drive out to my route, do my route, come back to the office, collect that stuff, go back out to where I was literally just at 
to deliver it and then come, you know, and I just wrote down what time I, you know, how long it took me to deliver that, you know, to case to work and deliver, yep. you know, the other route stuff. Yeah, and that's like, you know, with, with my primary route, like I said, it used to be all one big route at one time. Our first mailbox for, for the big route, for the primary route, is 10 miles from the office. The last box for that route is literally across the street from where the first box for my ox route is. 13 miles from the post office. So, <laughs> you know, how would that make sense to drive all the way back, grab it, go all the way back out there, you know? And that's like with the middle of Route 2, literally where Route 2 gets up and takes a right on County Line Road, the first box that's on County Line Road is the last box of my ox route. So why would I do finish, go all the way back into town, then grab my ox route and go all the way back out there? When I could finish, when I do the hit the the ox route in the middle of it, finish hit that last box and stay on the same road and continue on route two. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, oh, we're 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 all on the same page on this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, what but it, it says. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah. Contract, you know, contractually it says complete oh. your thing and then do the extra. Yep. But um, we, we all know how that actually works. But back works. to where we were saying signing for accountables. Mm -hmm. The last time, or in the last couple months, I think I've signed for four accountables, which were registers. And the only reason they had me sign for them is because the chain of custody paper was in the sack with the piece. Keep in mind, I had the postal inspectors, which is who that red was for, on my route. And most of the, you know, they get a lot of registered mail mm -hmm. sent to them. So... You know, if they when hand me the paper and say, sign, you know, you need to sign for this, okay, I sign for it. I get there, I, they, and have them sign on, you know, sign the scanner saying they received it, which clears me of it, of the piece. Arrow keys. Now, here's something interesting, because, you know, arrow keys are supposed to be accountable. When I first transferred yep. into the office that I'm in now, arrow keys were hung up with the vehicle keys. And we just, yep. they were not accountable at the time. Well, they were supposed well, to be, but they were not done as an accountable. Then it came down. They from, gotten away from that. Now, now, now we have a completely different box to return our accountable keys in. And whoever, whatever clerk is doing the accountables that day comes around and we have to sign our arrow keys out then for the few routes that have them. But I, but in my old office, even the LLV keys, you had to sign out with the accountable clerk. Now, in the current office that I'm in now, keys are hung up in a key box, and we just grab them when they come in. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing, LLV. the differences. 
Well, yeah, in, in my office, I haven't signed for an accountable in over four years. We we have uh, pouches for our uh, arrow keys and for our truck keys, but we don't put them with the accountable cart because if you do, city carriers steal them because they want a better truck or they, they lost their arrow key. So we just keep them at the case. Now, four years ago when they tried to get us to sign for our arrow keys, I said, are you going to give us credit for it as an accountable? And they said, no. I said, then we're not signing for it. Well, I'm giving you a direct order. I'm refusing. They're going to give you a base hour. You know, what, what, what are you going to do? Time, I'm refusing. I'm, re I'm, I'm, I'm refusing. For a week on how long it takes you and add yeah. that as a base hour change. But, you know, it's easier for me to say I refuse just to be the asshole that I am. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I mean, you know. We sit there and, and, and discuss the fact that you have to pay us for it. That you have to give us, a, you know, the change in our evaluation. Not that it's going to be that much. But hold on. Oh, that's right. We don't have an accountable clerk. So what the hell do you want us to do? You want us to go get the cart and push it around and sign for it? You know, that ain't happening. Hire those 14 clerks, you know, the mail handlers that you're supposed to have on our, our rolls. Our office is big enough. We're 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 uh, um, allocated six custodial ca uh, workers. We have three. The last time we had our floor cleaned, mopped, anything, okay? Um, I think I I was a juvenile. <laughs> okay, it wasn't that long ago, but <laughs> when, when <laughs> you, you know what I mean. When we were in between cleaning people. And I'm going to call him a cleaning person because I don't think they're listed as a janitor on the rolls. Last time I knew it was like a contracted position in my office. And when we were in between cleaning people, and this lasted a couple of years, um, the person who was above me is an RCA who's now regular. He uh, he was do he run the ox route come he run his ox route come back and then do the cleaning and they paid him green card time for it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, know, it's... It, I, I'm tired of us doing their work for them because they're not hiring the people. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. oh, we don't have enough people. Not my problem. Oh, we don't have enough clerks. Not my problem. <laughs> we don't have enough mail handlers. It's not my problem. You're in management. Manage. Yep. Get off your ass. Get Get your ass out of the chair and participate. Throw some mail, move some parcels, do something, but don't sit there on the PA going, and eh, Elizabeth to the supervisor's desk. Oh, Bill to the supervisor's desk. I don't want to hear it. You can't supervise the floor from your ass. Facts. And you can't manage a post office from your living room couch. No. Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I must have had a sunspot there, you know. <laughs> I, I walk, I walk by a certain supervisor who um, stretches the limits of cotton, and uh, just made a, a, a just a blanket statement. I said the law of physics in this office is astounding. How much mass is held by by such little fabric? <laughs> she looked at me like, and, and I just kept walking away. And 
you know, later on, the other supervisor came by and said, Victoria wants to know if you were talking about her. I said, no. <laughs> but she knew I was. Is this the same one that I mean, was wearing the stripper heels? Oh, no, no. This is a different one. This, oh, thing, okay. <laughs> yeah. this, this is the one that looks like she has two nephews in her back pocket fighting to get out. Gotcha, gotcha. One, one in each pocket, too. I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> To see her, she goes in, in the 260 range, okay, and she called she called the police on a uh, uh, the CCA one time who weighed all maybe 98 pounds with a satchel, and I'm like, what the hell? One of your thighs could have killed her. <laughs> the hell are you calling the police on her for? Oh. I think Ben has That's the nice, issue of lack of management altogether in his office. I haven't had any form of management since December 16th. Oh, where, where are they? Well, it, he has health issues. And uh, I, I like the guy, so I'm not holding really anything against him, but they haven't found anybody to fill in. Nobody. 204B, anybody. We're just all running the show. Well, you know, and, and you know what? In my office, if you give me two clerks, one rule, and two city carriers, we can run that office better than they then than they do, because when they go on vacation or they're off, the the mail still moves. We never miss them. The week after Christmas, the postmaster and our supervisor took off, and we didn't skip a beat. And morale goes up. Yep. Yep. You know, isn't that amazing? But you have one carrier yeah. out. Oh, my God. The world's going to end. Like, I, I, I always... Back in the I, days, we, we I knew some RCAs that knew the teams better than um, half the clerks in the building. Yeah. Well, remember, we can always do without management. They can't do without us. This is true. Very true. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's no getting around that because, first of all, if this, this one lady got in the truck, the poor truck would scream, only one person, only one person. <laughs> you know. <laughs> lack of management or lack, more like a lack of a person that, you know, has permissions to do shit. That, that's what I'm worried about with this mini mail survey. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be, uh, God, and, and without the management, how are they going to have access to the, the data that they're supposed to be providing you at the close of business every day? So we have a clerk that just went to training literally on Friday. The problem is he won't be, he'll be in a, one of our secondary offices. I forgot the actual technical terminology, RMPO. not the hub where I'm at. So he'll, he'll be pretty much, I hate to say, useless, even though he's not useless. Yeah. But will he have access to that information, though? Period. I highly doubt it, because somebody's got to give it to him in the first place. I mean, you, know, you, you just can't go online and, and get that stuff off of their system. You have to have clearance and, and access to it. So, you know, folks, hate to tell you. you know, that clerk's going to be at one of the other offices during the count. 
Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, during the survey. So he won't even be in their building. The person they sent to training to conduct the survey won't even be in the building during the survey. So to me, that means every route in that, uh, in that office is going to become an overburdened K, guaranteed. Yep. <laughs> That's why I, I, I get so upset when Amazon doesn't show up on time or the mail. You know, a couple of weeks ago, literally I clocked in, what was it, five hours of waiting time. Five hours. That's ridiculous. No, no. They, it, there's no way. Yes. No, no, there's no way. Two and a half hours late. Yeah. That you know, when it comes down to that, if it's not there by eight o'clock, it's going the next day. Period. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll get smacked the hell around the next day, but you know, we're not waiting half an hour, let alone five hours. That's the issue that I have. Whenever it does run late, obviously I go over our evaluation right now and then i talked to another postmaster and there's they're saying hey you might want to watch your 4240 or not 4240 uh 2080 rule here 2080 20 2240 yeah it's gonna get me like well you know and and that goes back on managing you know the office If, if they're not there you have to make that decision and say you know go to the street we're not waiting for this shit you're not incurring those excess hours and that's exactly yeah, where, especially when you're not getting everybody. paid for it, you know. Yeah. Yep. And then if someone, if someone in the an actual management capacity tells you when you get back that you have to go back out for to deliver the DPS, if that's what it was, that's actual time. Actual time to run the route the second time. Yep. It's not a second trip. No, it's not. That is actual you, time, you, and you could actually grieve it for time you, and a half. And they can tell you they just case it up tonight for you know to carry tomorrow, since you'll have two runs of DPS tomorrow. But that's on them to make that decision on what they want you to do with it. In either way, it should be actual time. So here's another yep. question. My old route, we had a lock pouch for, but now it's coming off the star route, apparently. So now any outgoing that office has has to be brought back to the hub as well. How do you get credit for that? Well, that should be a time function, shouldn't it? Yes. I mean, there's no other way to account for it. I mean, that that's uh, above and beyond your normal function. Therefore, it has yeah. to be timed. If they're removing it from your, if it is part of your eval now, and they're telling you they're removing it from your eval, from your route and the evaluation, they have to time you to, you know, to do those functions. Very well. So that's you know eight minutes a day. Yep. <laughs> just a roundabout. Yep. Whatever it is, you just double it. You know, the, then they argue it, and you settle for you know a third over. I, I double everything. I yeah. I, I don't care what it is. I double down on everything. And they, yeah, there you know, we got the uh, the sentiment there for the people working on uh, Veterans Day, and the postmaster was like, I don't remember agreeing to you know double time for volunteers. And I said, 
you want volunteers in the future? He goes, well, I, I, I hope I don't need them. I said, but if you need them, do you want them? He goes, yeah. And I says, pay the double time. Yeah, because there is it's no there is no MOU for regulars to volunteer on holidays. Right. Yep. So, so I filed a grievance. He, he, he agreed to settle the grievance, and it was at double time. He didn't like it, but, you know, guess what? That's what you're going to do. If you want to help, you're going to pay for it. All right, guys, we're just uh, yeah, we get, past an hour here, so if we want to start winding down, unless you got anything else you want to throw out there for us. No, I'm just, I'm interested in seeing what's going on with, you know, the actual per, per, uh, functions and performance during this mini mail survey. Uh, like I said, they've made it easy for the management, you know, they don't even have to input 94% of the information, so... Let's see how bad they can screw up the other 6%. Right. All right. So let's go on to our final final thoughts and comments and words of advice. Ben, why don't you go first tonight? When you're on the route, wear that scanner like your life depends on it. And it's the most important delivery of the day. So make sure you get home safe. Josh. Um, well, back to with wearing a scan, wearing your scanner all the time. Uh, I was lucky when I first started. 15, 16, 17, whatever number of years ago, my regular at the time trained me to wear the holster on my hip. So from day one, I've always carried it with me. Um, don't get overwhelmed if you do take a step back take a deep breath step back in and try and have a good week everyone bill well folks yeah we have the uh rex mini mail survey coming up uh learn all you can uh pay attention to the details in regards to your wss your wshs that Go into your rural activity scans. Uh, the, the management that has informed us that everything in the hamper is a parcel. So make sure you notate it on that scanner as a parcel, whether you take it to the mailbox or to the door. Um, get everything you're entitled to. Okay, don't, don't try to screw them over, but don't give anything up either. Uh, we have uh, gone through another year where we gave away money. Christmas because we didn't get this survey done in September. Um, four years, four years now, we've been giving away money to through through Amazon to Amazon to the post office. So um, get what you're entitled to. Be vigilant. Pay attention to numbers every day. If you have any discrepancies, you know, challenge them. Get them straightened out ASAP. Don't let them linger because uh, you'll you'll eventually. Forget about it, and you'll end up losing. Uh, the scanner walks with you. And, and here's one that, that I caught a, a sub doing one time. They would scan a package at the back of the truck and then drop the scanner on, on, on the, in the truck, walk around, deliver the package to the door, come back, get the scanner, close the back of the truck. Carry that scanner on there like you carry your cell phone or your wallet. It doesn't leave your person. Get credit for every footstep every inch that you do out on the route 
if you're unloading, you know, you're starting a load and, and end the load, make sure your scanner's on you while you're going through that function. Get paid for what you're entitled to, okay? Um, be safe. Be careful out there. Watch out for kids. Watch out for the, the dogs. They're my favorite kind of people. Yeah, and, uh, you know, treat every, treat everybody you know, like you want to be treated until it's time not to treat them like that. Be safe because you're the most important delivery of the day. Get home to your loved ones. Get home to your family. Because uh, unlike the post office, they, they still love you. And, uh, yep. And on that note, just a reminder to everybody out there, stamps increased to 63 cents officially today. So tomorrow, just so you're aware. But other than that, yes, definitely everybody be vigilant, be safe. Um, I did uh, load some good information tools up um, on our Discord. And yeah, definitely check us out. And we will be back next week. Have a good night, everyone.